So I'd like to invite you to think about who have been the people in your lives who have taught you about prayer, who taught you in the sense that, that you can talk with God and you can hear the voice of God. And so today, I'm not going to give you three stories. I'm going to give you four little stories, but they're little stories. And they're about this call that we all have to talk with God, to listen to God, and how to recognize, to distinguish, to discern the voice of God in our lives. It's not only important for us individually, it's important to, for us as a community of faith, important for us as a country to be able to recognize the voice of God and the voices that are not related to God at all. So the first person I would have to say that taught me any form of prayer would be my mom. And I could still see as a, as a kid, she still has this little tiny statue of Our Lady. It's a little plastic statue of Our Lady. And unfortunately, the statue's little arms are the arms on it of Marian prayer posture. They're broken off. Okay? Because when we'd go into my mom's room, my sister and I, my brother as well, we'd go in there and we'd start doing what we call the War of the Angels with Mary in the room when my parents weren't there. And so eventually with this statue, we were breaking off the arms of Mary. My mom still has that little statue beside her bed, by her bed. But I always remember very much this sense of being able to talk to God, beginning with talking to his mom. That was the beginning stages for me as a kid growing up of learning about prayer was through the example of family, of saying you can talk with God and you can hear the voice of God and they're right beside you through ups and downs. When I was about 16 in high school, I didn't want to, I wanted to be different, unique. So I told people I was agnostic atheist in a Catholic school, raised in a Catholic family and all. I didn't quite know what the meaning of the words were. But I remember as part of student government, we finally had to go on a retreat. I was a junior in high school. And this was, uh, we had a guided meditation led by the student government president. And it was uh, one where you placed yourself at the beach and Christ shows up and talks with you. Now, I had told all my friends I didn't think I believed in Christ. And at that retreat, Christ talked to me. I've never forgotten that. That not only you talk to God, but God talks to us. And we can listen to the voice of God if those around us have helped us to listen to say, no, that's the voice of God. That is not the voice of God. But I could still see and experience in that imaginative contemplation, as I now call it, Christ walking with me. I didn't tell my friends that all of a sudden I started to have a conversation with Christ. I was too proud. But at 16, I knew that Jesus was real. Very, very deep and personal. A great gift. When I started college, it was the writings of Thomas Merton that would really influence me enormously. And he had ability to just describe in like the seven-story mountain this way that God wants to be part of our lives and walk with us. Great gift. But probably the thing that has shaped me the most in the ability to talk or hear the voice of God has been the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius. First experienced them when I was 22. And through the gift of the imagination, the scriptures came alive. And I stepped into the passage of scripture 
and Christ talked to me. That has been the biggest and shaper in my life of this capacity to listen to the voice of God, to hear it, and to speak with God back and forth. We really need to be able to talk with God, not only to share our thoughts, but to hear his voice in our lives. Because without that voice, we become so confused. We get lost. In the first reading of today, Samuel, this young guy, is hearing the voice of God. And his mentors, Eli, the priest of the Levitical class, doesn't even recognize it. So much so that Samuel has to go three times and say, Father, uh, you called me. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Now, Eli and his sons has gotten to the point where they were involved, especially his sons, in a lot of corruption. As leaders, as priestly leaders in the community at the time period, they had lost the sense of the presence of God, of hearing his voice. So much so that even in one battle conflict, they take the Ark of the Covenant that Samuel was praying before, just at the time he was sleeping there, and the Ark of the Covenant was right there. The Ark of the Covenant for the Israelites was the presence of God. Eli and his sons went into battle, and they lost the Ark of the Covenant to the Philistines. Now it's a symbol. But to lose the presence of God... To lose a sense of hearing God's voice, the whole body starts to fall apart. The second reading of today from Corinthians. When we're attentive to the voice of God, remember who you are, that the Spirit dwells in you, and the body starts becoming one. We are part of the body of Christ. But if we can't hear the voice of God, the body starts falling apart and turning against itself. Goodness, January 6th. We can't even hear the voice of God tearing at each other. And so the Lord calls us to a whole different place. Listen to my voice. Recall the ways that you were taught prayer. Discern the voices. Discern meaning, how do I recognize the voice of God, distinguishing it from all the other voices? You know, we have a great gift in our leadership today in the church, in the Roman Catholic Church, as Roman Catholics, in our Pope. Thank God for the last hundred years, we've had incredibly good and holy Popes with a great gift of an ability to listen to the voice of God. Pope Francis especially. I want to recommend a book. It's by Pope Francis. It came out in December. It talks a lot about covid It's in three chapters. It's called Let Us Dream, The Path to a Better Future by Pope Francis. It's three little chapters. But the second chapter is about listening to the voice of God. To hear that voice and to distinguish it from other voices. There's three paragraphs I want to read. Again from Pope Francis. This is page 61 in the book Let Us Dream. How do we distinguish the spirits? They speak different languages. They use different ways to reach our hearts. 
The voice of God never imposes, but proposes. Whereas the enemy is strident, insistent, and even monotonous. The voice of God might correct us, but gently, always encouraging, consoling, giving us hope. The bad spirit, on the other hand, offers us dazzling illusions and tempting sensations, but they are fleeting. It exploits our fears and suspicions and seduces us with wealth and prestige. If we ignore it, it responds with contempt and accusation, telling us you're worthless. The voice of the enemy distracts us from the present by getting us to focus on fears of the future or the sadness of the past. The voice of God, on the other hand, speaks to the present, helping us to move ahead in the here and now. What comes from God asks, what is good for me? What is good for us? The voice of God opens your horizons, whereas the enemy pins you against a wall. Where the good spirit gives you hope, the bad spirit sows suspicion, anxiety, and finger pointing. The good spirit appeals to my desire to do good, to help and serve, and gives me strength to go forward on the right path. The bad spirit conversely closes me in on myself and makes me rigid and intolerant. It is a spirit of fear and grievance. It makes me sad, fearful, and irritable. Rather than freeing me, it enslaves me. Rather than opening me up to the present and the future, it endures and closes me in fear and resignation. Learning to distinguish these two kinds of voice allows us to choose the right path forward, which is not always the most obvious, and to avoid making decisions while trapped in past hurts or in fears of the future that risk immobilizing us. That one page from Pope Francis is a gift for me, for you, for the Catholic community, for our country. As we move forward, we need to listen to the voice of God. Where was I taught how to pray? How do I distinguish the voice of God from noises or that spirit that just draws us into a body that's divided? Christ's spirit unites, gives us courage, speaks the truth, doesn't deceive. So we need that, Lord. We need that ability to pray, to discern. Until, like Samuel, who wants to hear the voice of God, our youth are calling, Father, Father, teach me, what is this voice that I hear? The voice of God calling to us, to listen, I am with you, I am encouraging you. So my friends, today I invite you to pray. And if you're struggling with prayer, remember those who have taught you before what it was in the past. 
or ask others who know how to pray to help. So that as we listen to the voice of God, we start to come together as the one body of Christ. We start to unite. And we see the living presence of God walking with us, in us, because we become the hands and feet of Christ. The last thing I'd ask you to pray for is this Wednesday for the inauguration of our new president, President Biden. For unity, for attentive to prayer. You know, the, um, President Biden, one of his close friends, is the president of Santa Clara University, uh, Father Kevin uh, McBrien. Kevin O'Brien, excuse me. And Kevin is as president there, but was originally at Georgetown University, and he's also been a spiritual advisor at different times for the Bidens, both for Joe and for, Bill, for Jill. And for those two, They've been influenced through Kevin O'Brien, who's one of the leaders in the spiritual exercises and discernment in the United States and in the English world with his work, The Ignatian Adventure. Wonderful, wonderful book. Let's pray for our president-elect. Let's pray for unity in our country. Let's pray strongly for us in our capacity to hear the voice of God and respond to it, even when at times it stretches us and pulls us but it always makes the voice of God the body of Christ. May the Lord fill us with wisdom. Help us to remember those who have taught us how to pray and deepen that prayer in our lives, in our church, in our country.